Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm not bad, thank you. Nice, nice. Uh, we haven't done it in a long time. Feels like uh, I've been on holiday, yeah. so that's why we haven't done it in a long time. I think it's about two weeks, yeah, I... uh, but we're back, finally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot's happened, of course. So yeah. A lot more to talk about. So, somehow Villa have actually survived. I don't. I don't know, like how we've managed it, because two weeks ago we were seven points off safety, uh, and with four games remaining, um, it and including an Arsenal side which had just beaten City and Liverpool. If you told me two weeks ago that we would have stayed up uh, by the skin of our teeth, I would I would have called you crazy. Uh, but we but we've managed it. We've done it somehow. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of controversy, after, especially with the that Sheffield United game. Yeah, I know. Of course, but I guess we can forget about it. I mean, it is what it is. If I was yeah. a Watford player and you just like got a comeback spurring against Arsenal on the final day, I suppose, mm-hmm. and Bournemouth as well. Yeah. But, I was thinking about this. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to. Bournemouth, because the whole club was built around staying in the Premier League. And the only reason that they are where they are, really, is because of the TV earnings they make. Now, the difficult thing with next season is is that they're going to be in the Championship, so they're going to slowly lose money. And it'll be interesting to see who they sell, who and like will they go back down to one of the, the lower leagues? So... Mm. Definitely. Um, here's something to think about. I mean, they have, they have one of the smallest stadiums in the championship. Yeah, it's about... They have the smallest one in the Premier. But yeah, they were relying a lot on TV rights and where they finished in the EPL. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see who like um, Watford sell as well, because I, I heard that if they get rele- they if when they get relegated, because they did, um, that that they'll players will have to take a fifty percent wage cut because you know they can't afford it as a club. So it'll be interesting to see who they sell. I think Saar will go. So that's probably a definitely. <laughs> um, Decore. Yeah, Decore. Oh. Um, I can <laughs> see Foster going. He had he had a good season. Ben Foster. Mm-hmm. I I know he's thirty eight, but he he's still a top top goalkeeper, so you wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, in the Premier League next season. Definitely. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, it was that terrible Chelsea game, wasn't it, where um, he made all those saves and only conceded like once and then he got a header in the last the last minute. A goalkeeper going up oh, for a yeah. and uh, the Chelsea goalkeeper saved it. Yeah. Just imagine if he'd scored like as well. Yeah, that would have been scenes, you could yeah. say. But, um, yeah. Um, going back on who went down, let's talk about who's going up, and that's Leeds, who were crowned champions about a week yeah. ago now. And um, an incredible season with Bielsa and uh, West, West Brom also. 
yep. went Congrats up on the final those, yeah. they're, they're played really well this season, especially Leeds. You know, mm-hmm. Bielsa. You could probably argue he's one of the best coaches in the world. Yeah. Honestly, you could make that argument. It's like the, the, the way he makes his team play is just very unique. And especially for a team as big as Leeds, like everybody was celebrating and it, and it was crazy. Like how many people were out celebrating. But it's good to see. Yeah. And then, well, to West Brom as well, because they played really well. Yeah, they've had a good season, but disappointing yeah. restart. But yeah. a lot of teams have, you know, some teams come back brilliant and others don't. You can yeah. say about like West Ham and who else? Who's had a bad restart? I mean, uh, Leicester. Bournemouth have another. Yeah, Leicester. Leicester yeah. have been I've been incredible, West Ham. Yeah, West Ham. I would say if West Ham play like, play like they did all see like this all season, they could probably be top six, top ten. Top ten, yeah. I wouldn't say top six though. Yeah, that that is a bit excessive, but yeah, top ten. Yeah, I mean, they, Miguel Antonio, he's got had like eight or something, ten goals since the Premier League. Yeah, I think that's yeah, only nine eight, games. Six games before the Villa game for the. Re- uh, after the restart, I think it's eight and seven now. So, hmm. I mean, he scored four against Norwich, which oh yeah, was a big talking point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, and Brentford Swansea play. Yeah, um, I've got the other teams. I mean, I know Nottingham Forest. They they missed out, didn't they? Uh, like yeah, they were in the. Stay. Some crazy stat that they were in the playoffs from like May twenty fourth or something like that uh, until um, the ninety first minute on the last game, forty sixth game of the season. But wow, uh, I know uh, what Swansea have taken a one nil lead over Brentford in the first leg of the playoff. Mm. Uh, who else? It's um, Brentford, Fulham. Swansea yeah. and Cardiff. Cardiff. Isn't it? I know Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff. Yeah. yeah. But, but who do you think is going to come up? I, mean, I was hoping Brentford after a good season, but since the yeah. restart, I mean, they lost last place Barnsley until, of course. And they're not your they first. Mm. Personally, I think it's either between. It, it, it depends how. Yeah, it depends how Brentford play at home if, if they regain their lead. But personally, in the playoff final before the the Swansea game, I would have said Brentford and uh, Fulham in the playoff final. But now I'm in the in the middle because I don't I don't I don't know if you know Swansea can hold hold out or not. So it would be it would be good good games to watch. Honestly, definitely. Yeah, um, and then just a quick update on I think it was our last or second to last one before our break um, the Wigan scandal yeah the last um, one the day before the final day they, the EFL confirmed their 12 point deduction and um, then they got really unlucky yeah and then drew yeah, very controversial but they drew and then sadly 
they've been relegated. I know. It's, it, yeah, as you like, you said to me, there's some guy in the Philippines who just got five million from Fulham getting relegated, and it is ridiculous. Mm. It was shocking that the EFL have let this happen as well. Yeah, I was talking. Well, last thing on it, but I was talking, and like more clubs might do this now. More people yeah. like they're fit and their fit owner test is poor, and it's something that needs to change because yeah. this happens more often. In the English game might be ruined. Yeah, and you don't want that. Well, congrats, congrats to Wickham I'm coming up from League One. Oh yeah, that was very good. Well done to them. Um, I'm so glad that Villa aren't playing Wickham away next season. I know, everyone started saying it as soon yeah. as Wickham came up. I mean, Akin Fenway. Yeah, that was funny. Um. Uh, who else is it to talk about? Um, um, the top four race. Well, yeah, no, the last day was... Unbelievable. Top four. Yeah. Uh, Man U. The only reason Man U were there is because of uh, Bruno Fernandes. Penalties. Yeah. I don't want... penalties. Bruno Fernandes and penalties. No, they, they probably deserve it. I mean, I don't want to take it. Do they? Ben. No, I mean... I'm sure I say they deserve I'd say they deserve fifth. If it wasn't for Leicester slipping up yeah. the last few games and Chelsea yeah. maybe, you know, up and down. I, I, I think they deserve fifth, but yeah, they have definitely had a good second half of the season compared mm-hmm. to that first half. Yeah. Well, it, I think um, in, the play, in the FA Cup final, I think that uh, Arsenal will win that because they they achieve um, European spots if they win in that so and then, then they can't they can't they can't achieve in the league now because the season's over so they're gonna have to do it through uh fa cup final i don't want arsenal to win it of course but yeah yeah uh, if arsenal win it wolves get um europa league as well yeah um but yeah wouldn't it be amazing if frank lampard come to chelsea a bit inexperienced other than derby last season yeah a transfer ban. Yeah, especially with the job he's doing, the transfer Playing ban. Playing the youth. Yeah. He's achieved top four and he could potentially get an FA Cup trophy. I mean, that would be brilliant for a first season. And Chelsea are going to dominate Werner. You still, get those, you still get those people who say that Chelsea weren't a good side this season. Even though they lost, a 12, even though they lost 12 games this season or something crazy like that, they've recovered... From like they've they've got more more wins than people have got draws, uh, and that's how you achieve points. Because yeah, one yeah. win is better than three draws, and they've managed to do that most of the season. Uh, and yeah, yeah, as you said, like with the transfer ban, like the work he's done to get Chelsea uh, into the top four, uh, fair play to him. Mm. He's also been playing like youngsters like Mason Mount as well. He's played. Yeah, Mason Mount's had a good season. Tammy's been pretty good at times, you could say. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Tottenham achieved Europa League uh, with Wolves losing, yeah, of uh, course, on the final day. Um, um, with a one-one draw to Crystal Palace. I mean, Harry Kane's on fire. I think he yeah. got five goals in his last three. Yeah, um, someone. I mean, it's brilliant that we're finding form, but you know, as a Tottenham fan, Spurs do a Spurs, and you've got to find consistency somewhere. Yeah. And I'm hoping Jose Mourinho does that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like a team, it's a bit like Arsenal. Uh, you've got to like them. They beat City and Liverpool, and then yet they lose to us. Um, he was like 18th place at the time. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we were 18th then. Uh, and we climbed up to 17th on goal difference after that game. So, yeah. And they, ne- they nearly drew to Watford on the last game of the season. And that would have been terrible for us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, they, they still needed to score. They still needed to score two. Because they needed to win because we would go, we'd stay up on goal difference. Hmm. Like uh, in the few mo- like in the last moments of the West Ham game, I was more worried about Bournemouth because if we don't if we don't win, then or draw, then Bournemouth can stay up on goal difference. That was the worst thing that could happen, uh, and they ended up winning three one. And we we knew the West. I think after we knew the Bournemouth result was finished, it was three one. Then we were just waiting for the um, Watford result, and they had to score like two in two minutes, and that probably that wasn't going to happen, was it? But they did have like they had like two chances to go in front or equal uh, equalise, but they didn't take them. So mm. I also have a question for you. Okay. Despite limited funds, um, unlike last season when you had like two hundred million to spend, where do you think Villa will finish next season? I think uh, this season we were all optimistic. You know, people who support other teams are expecting us to, you know, finish like above 15th, you could say, above 14th. Mm. Uh, and, you know, we didn't achieve that. Depending on which players we bring in, say we bring in a, a world class striker, uh, a, we might not need a goalkeeper, depending if Keaton comes back. And then, like a, a world class centre back, and we keep Grealish mid table. Uh, the worst thing that we could do is buy some shocking players and we go down. But personally, I think I don't think we'll come seventeenth next season. I reckon fourteenth, depending on who we bring in. Fourteenth, yeah. I think Villa need just a consistent striker, and that's all yeah. I think they need. Mm. And also, I think. They need to change tactically, like the team. Yeah, I, I think you agree with like the team like relies on Grealish a little too much. I'm not saying every ball's played to him. Yeah, but I know what you mean. A that. lot of it, Grealish is the heart of that midfield, you know, and that's why I feel like he wouldn't do well in another team because you know he's a good player, Grealish. You can create a season. Yeah, you just have to. You give him the ball. If he loses it, then you know, just give. It, give it to him again and then he'll create something after that. Uh, and yeah, I think um, like top, I think our asking price for him is 60 million. I, yeah. I demand upwards of 80 for him. The, the way he's performed this season. I mean, the transfer market's crazy these days. Yeah. And uh, I think also 
there's been reports of Villa aren't interested in selling Jack Grealish. And if somebody were to say to him, you know, if you stay next season and the season after, we'll be competing for Europe, we'll bring in world-class players. Because we've got we've got billionaire owners. Uh, I think they're the fifth richest in the Premier League and they actually, you know, back us, like clearly in the mm. summer, summer window. Personally, for me, we don't sack Dean Smith. The person that should be sacked is the chief executive or, or like the person who does the transfers, uh, who scouts the players and stuff. Because you could say some of them were a success, but then, you know, others weren't anywhere near as good as they should have been. Mm. Like, it's interesting to say, is Wesley a flop or not? Personally, No. I know that's going to be quite. I wouldn't say not yet. I mean, you could say that about a bunch of players, like exactly. And yeah. Bombele coming to the Premier League. Wesley coming to the Premier League. You could say that. You could say that. Play for Chet for Arsenal. He hasn't. Even, he hasn't been awful, but he hasn't been great. You just got to give him time. Mm. Uh, and like I think he scored seven goals in the league in the end, Wesley, and he got injured in January, so he could have ended on like fourteen for all we know. Mm. So, you never know. Yeah, and then personally, I think if we were going to place, like, I think Grealish has to go back in midfield, personally, and then we play two up front if we're going to play Wesley, because he's he's not a prolific goal scorer, he's a hold-up striker. So he holds the ball up and plays it to the, the, the striker. Um, but, and I know in Belgium he scored 18 goals in it, in that in that season for um, what the, what's their name Bruges yeah um, and you know yeah yeah he has to play with somebody holding him up it's an easy it's an easy league that he was playing in he was you know playing for the best team there besides uh, like what's their name Antelope or something um. I'm not sure your knowledge is better than mine. I don't. I can't remember, but yeah, he has to play with another striker. I but, feel like Villa need two strikers instead of one. Yeah, like a partnership. Yeah, like that as well. But you can't ask for too much. But yeah, hopefully Dean Smith realizes this that they were lucky. Yeah, I think I don't know what the and, I don't know what the huge problem is with the defense. You can't just target. One player mm. who's passing for me, Target's been good, Target's been very good. Uh, just some, some, sometimes he can be better defensively, but he, he, he offers a massive threat going forward. Um, and then Gilbert is a really good player, he's you know, he's very good defensively, he, he's good in the air. A bit like when uh, Newcastle came to Villa, Villa Park to play us. Mm. Gilbert shut him down all game. Like, St. Maximum didn't have any chance of getting past him. Like, he was all over him all game. And there was like, a bit in the game where St. Maximum tried to roulette and he ended up going out of play because uh, Gilbert forced him out, out wide. Um, and then, centre backs, Mings can be a world class centre back, don't get me wrong, but he makes too many mistakes. Yeah. I agree. Just, it's like if it's just small mistakes. If he fixes his game that tiny bit, 
then he could be a world-class centre-back. You know, he could play, be playing in the Champions League. And then um, mm. I think, like, Comps has been pretty good. I think the goalkeeper was our main problem. I know Pepe Reina is good, but he's 38. And then Tom Heaton got injured in January, which didn't help. Nyland could have cost us relegation uh, if that Sheffield United goal went in. So, yeah. Mm. And then some matter. Yeah, I'd... he's got a good heading, but he's got no ability on the ball personally. Mm. Yeah, like he's he's fantastic in the air, but the only time I've really seen him be really good with the ball at his feet, like running at defenders, was in when Tottenham came to to Villa, uh, and some you know sometimes he would run down the flank, make a run, and he would manage to. So I'd get inside. And like within that first 20 minutes of that game, Villa should have had three. Should Probably, yeah. Uh, three. three. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's nice. Um, that's the Premier League, really. Um, very close this season. That's why it all was exciting on the final day. But yeah. Because Liverpool, despite their funny end to the season with three draws and three losses coming from you know looking unbeatable just yeah. with the Watford loss after yeah. and I, know, I know they drank a lot but surely they weren't that drunk to lose <laughs> as many games as they did it's the Scouse hangover yeah. it's like a month yeah. or two <laughs> oh, they deserve it and... yeah uh, the, the, uh, let's talk about something different. Um, they've decided to don't not do the Ballon d'Or this year. Yeah, Lewandowski was robbed. I know. Yeah, like who would your top three be? Ronaldo's been good, and like so is Messi. But I think not good uh, enough. Yeah, uh, you could you could, you could say that. Um, you know, somebody like Neymar's been better than Ronaldo Messi. Mm. Like, ugh, I don't know how that statement will go down, but I don't... I, ugh, it's difficult. Personally, Robert Lewandowski, first. Fantastic season. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Raheem Sterling, but, like, he hasn't been brilliant. He hasn't been... Yeah. You know, over the... He's been his best scoring season and yeah. he has been good. Yeah. But people I wouldn't say he's up there. He was a flop this season, but there's no way he was a flop if he's got, like... I think it was just that period from tw- the start of 2020 to the restart where he didn't score. Mm. You've got to remember, yeah, he really hasn't scored for five, five, like five six months. is because football wasn't on for four or five of those, so... Think Trent Alexander Arnold, you know, I know he's a defender, but you've got to put him up there. Mm. Like, especially that yeah. free kick against uh, Chelsea and Crystal Palace. He's had a few this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Crystal Palace, yeah. He's had a. He's had some yeah. crackers. Um, yeah. Wait, uh, it's difficult to pick third. The point. Bit of stuff. De Bruyne, 
De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll go De Bruyne. 20 assists and like, a f- like double digit goals. I don't know the exact yeah. number, I think it's like 17 or something. Mm-hmm. But that's good for a midfielder, and yeah. especially at City where they don't play for themselves, they play for the team. It's just crazy how. Yeah. Like, he can get such numbers. I mean, they all have. I mean, David Silver again, he's had a good season. Mm-hmm. So has a lot of City players, but. Yeah. Mine will be similar to yours, maybe. I wouldn't say Alexander Arnold, but yeah. Ooh, I might I'm, I'm dep- depending on what you say, I might have to change that one. Um, because I think defenders are very underrated. Because how can how do you compare a, an attacking player to a defensive one? You know, um, especially like you can't be you could. I'd be very surprised in the modern day to see a goalkeeper win the Ballon d'Or. You know what I mean? There's only been one, and that's Lev Yashin. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, he was good. Um, but, yeah, it's hard in the modern-day football when attackers are fast, agile, and yeah. they've got so many good traits, so it's hard for them. It's hard for goalkeepers yeah. to stay up there because a lot of them make mistakes. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, But yeah, also, um, Sancho's up there. I mean, 20 goals, 20 assists. Yeah, wow. For... Fantastic season for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think he might stay at Dortmund for at least half a season. I can't see him going to United. No, I or can't. Or Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I can see him staying at Dortmund for maybe another half or season or something. I'm not sure yet, but I can't see him move just yet. Well, Chelsea need to focus on their defence, don't they, really? Yeah, their, their defence is probably their worst. It's all good signing attackers like Werner and Ziyech, but yeah. it's got to be balanced, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, next season they're going to have, like, it's, it, they still have the chance of getting Havertz as well. The front three will be Pulisic, Werner, Ziyech, and the def- and who's going to be playing centre back? Zuma and Christensen. Like uh, you know, Rudy Alonso. Yeah, like they're not. They need a new left back, without a doubt. They need a new centre back, mm. without a doubt. Right, if they're going to if they're going to compete for um, Premier League next season. You know, as people are saying, like the title race between potentially City. Uh, Liverpool, United, and Chelsea. It'd be interesting. And personally, the, the the financial fair play regulations are all about keeping teams, you know, like le- a level playing field, so any team can be mm. another on their day. But as we've seen with like how Manchester City won their financial battle against UEFA. What what are the point? What what is the point around those regulations in place if they're they're not going to work? Jeez, I'm scared for Newcastle. Uh, I am as well. They can literally if, just splash five. Manzor can get away with it. Surely, like Manchester, can. you can get away with it, and Villa have like really rich owners like they do. Then we can we could buy like Mbappe, Kevin De Bruyne, and Haaland. For like four hundred million, and we'd somehow get away away with it because mm. wafer don't enforce the rules properly. 
just unfair on other teams that, you know, Manchester City can do this, spend that much money and get away, get away with it. But then mm. teams like, you know, Leeds and West Brom who were coming up from the Championship, and if if they spend over the times but over the budget, then they're going to get caught by UEFA and you know potentially yeah. point deductions, and it's not fair. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, their lowest city's lowest buying season was eighty million, and I think that was like yeah. two seasons ago. Other than that, it's been like. 100, 200 plus million. Yeah, I think I think this I think this transfer window he's got about three hundred million to spend. I know, it's and scary. Th- I mean, they're looking to get cooler by yeah. seventy million. They're also looking at uh, Torres. I think he's from Valencia. Yeah, yeah, I did uh, a thing on that. Yeah, he, he's very good. Like, uh, I think um, yeah, that's a replacement for Sane. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah, City, I don't know, it's just getting unfair at the timing. Yeah, and like they've said with like the, they'll keep the five substitutes rule and like the not, you can have nine players on the bench and five come on. Man City's bench is good yeah. as well. With, with the squad depth that Manchester City have got, it is totally unfair that they can actually do that. Because teams like like Villa, um, who else? Ugh, yeah. Brighton. We we're random gonna like if we want you know a decent bench, we're gonna have you know like academy graduates who are like eighteen, nineteen. Manchester City have got a, a, a nine bench team. If you were just gonna put a goalkeeper from, if you're gonna just throw in. Their goal, their goalkeeper from their first team in, and then their number one striker. Then that's a Premier League winning team because the, the squad depth is just too too much. Hmm. I think City are at a point where they could play like their second team and yeah, get the and still win the title. Probably, I'm, I'm not sure. It's just unfair. Hmm. Uh, what else is there? Um, wow. I can't believe we're struggling to find to talk about. Tearless. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Premier League style. Um, top five players of the season. Boom. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh no. Um, Ke- Kepper, Jones, Lingard, Stones. I Stones. Stones, John Stones. Uh, no, we're not going to know. No, no. Um, should we start with fifth place? Yeah. Should we go to one? We'll do, we'll do it together. Like, we we'll both agree on it. Yeah. Just so. Yeah. I think we've got to put Kevin De Bruyne in there somewhere, but we'll save him for later. I think De Bruyne's top three. Yeah, definitely. You could put, say, Trent's in there. Sterling there. Yeah. For fifth, I'm going to say something ridiculous, but he deserves it. Okay. Go on. Ten goals and ten assists plus in Premier League. 
in the Premier League alone. I don't know who that is. I haven't. Son. Oh. Hyungmin Son. No. You don't know who Son is. I know who Son is. I just don't oh. want to put him in there. Oh. You thought oh. I didn't know who Son was. Are you serious? Fred, I saw I saw him score the goal which won you the game in the match where you beat us. Like, how do you think I don't know him? He's gonna do it next season. Hey, no, no. <laughs> we we can't surely we can't go down next season. Like, I, I honestly think this season was just about staying in the Premier League and I think we've done that. But anyway, back to the tier list. If if you're gonna put Son in there, you've gotta put Grealish in there. No, okay, okay, no, no, okay. Well done. That's just my opinion. We can put Son in there, but you've got to put Grealish in there as well. What, some fifth, Grealish fourth? No, it doesn't. Or we, or we could do joint fifth. Let's do joint fifth. Joint fifth, Grealish and Son. Son's better. <laughs> Shut up. Son has an edge. But, yeah. Mm. Depends what aspect, though. Yeah, true. Um, anyhow. Um, mm. Third. No, no, fourth. Fourth. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put Jordan Henderson in. I know he won the... I know he got, got it, but I don't think yeah. he deserved it. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go Jordan Henderson. That's all right. I don't think he... He's he's a good captain, you know, but he doesn't consistently. I mean, he's consistent at playing well, but he yeah. doesn't stand out. If that he's makes sense, it's like Fabinho. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, he's not scoring those goals like he did against Palace, left, right, and centre. But when he does, it's special. Yeah, so. I think um, the difference between like Fabinho and Henderson is Fabinho is a striker in a good team. I think with Henderson, like Liverpool's win rate without him is like forty percent, but with him it's about sixty. So you know he is important in that Liverpool squad, even though you may not notice it. Like just, just the small aspects, you know, like the interceptions and stuff make all the difference. Yeah, yeah, it is a big aspect, but yep. So fourth, we'll go Henderson. Third. I think we should do a defender here. Okay. I was thinking Nick Pope because he's incredible, but like we said about the Ballon d'Or, yeah, the attackers and whatnot are just, you know. Yeah, it's just difficult to compare to them. Yeah. We could put Phil Jones in there. Oh yeah, Mustafi. Yeah, yeah. that was Alright. No, but. I think third's got to be Aubameyang or Vardy. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think fourth will go Vardy. Okay. No, 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 wait, no, no. Fourth Henderson. Third yeah. will go... It's difficult because this De Bruyne's got to be first or second. Yeah. We've also got... Well, I'm going to put De Bruyne first. Yeah. No, De Bruyne's my number one. Yeah. Might be different for you. Mm-hmm. I was going to go like Aubameyang third, Vardy second, and 
De Bruyne first. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Uh, what about Mane as well? He's played fantastic as usual. Yeah, but hasn't okay. been a standout season for him, but it's been a good season. I mean, he's got he's done good, but I wouldn't say he's on, on the level like these players, like Aubameyang, Vardy, and De Bruyne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Third, Aubameyang. Personally, yeah. And then second, Vardy. Because, you know, Vardy got more goals than Aubameyang. Mm. First, De Bruyne, personally. Yeah, same. I, I agree. Um, standouts. Um, oh, like, Danny Ings is there. Yeah. Like, because he's been incredible this season. Yeah. Right. Trent's there, of course. Um, there's a bunch of players who are up yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's our top five. Um, I'll repeat it again. Grealish and Son joint fifth. Jordan Henderson, fourth. Aubameyang, third. Vardy, second. And King Kevin De Bruyne, first. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Have we got any transfer news to end off the episode? Um, well, I was looking at this um just like half an hour before we started it. Yeah. Um Bayern Munich have um I think are going to offer twenty million to Norwich City for Max Aaron's uh Tottenham really? target. Yeah. Wow. Um, we, I think it'd be good move for Carry on, yeah, yeah. What are you going to say that? I'd really like to see Aaron. Because uh, I think if he's going to become a really, you know, well-rounded player, he's got to play at a top club. And also, I think nowadays we need players from England outside of uh, England. the Premier League. Because I think in the, like, the World Cup, we have the second lowest percentage of players that don't, that don't play, uh, who who don't play in our league. And I think first was like Saudi Arabia or something. Um, it's just it's, there's always been this difficult thing, like um, you know, you get your Spanish players playing in the, all the top five leagues. You know, you also get your French players, uh, but then you know your English. You only typically see them in the Premier League, and like mm. Sancho. You know, he's gone out to explore it. Yeah, he's paid off for him. So, I mean, I mean the Bundesliga is a great place to yeah. kickstart your career. I mean, exactly. um, that Arsenal player did it last season. Mm-hmm. With Nelson. Reese Nelson, yeah. There's that right back from Everton as well. He's been playing for Schalke. He's played really well. Yeah. Covered um, name. His but... name. Yeah. I think oh, it will come to me soon. Yeah. What is it? I think he's Brazilian. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think um, plays from the relegated sides that have to leave their club. From Bournemouth, Brooks, Josh King, maybe Callum Wilson. Stanislas has been really good, so you could make an argument for him. Dominic Solanke. <laughs> you probably could say that, to mm. be honest. You probably could. But where would he go? Yeah, true. He would want him. I know he's been good recently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then 
Ake, you'd say. Yeah, Ake's definitely leaving. I think he might go to Chelsea because there yeah. have been rumours at Chelsea. Yeah, apparently that uh, there's rumours that City are planning to hijack Man United's approach for him and they've mm. nearly agreed personal terms with him. So... Yeah. From Watford, Saar, Decore, Capu, and De La Feu, I reckon. Fosterson. Uh, Fosterson. Foster. <laughs> yeah, Foster as well. Yeah. Wow. Um, but Foster. yeah, definitely. And then, of course, Norwich, you've got your Campwells, Jamal Lewis. Um, Max Ahrens. I think Pookie would stay. And yeah. I think he likes the championship. Pookie. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like th- nearly 30 as well. So, yeah. I don't know yet, but. Yeah. We, well, we'll be interested to see who Villa and Tottenham sign because you want to achieve Champions League football next season and compete in the Europa League potentially. And then Villa want to finish. You know, near the top ten. So yeah. yeah, I don't think that will happen. But we're waiting. You, to... you never know. You never know. Look you at Sheffield know. United. Look at Sheffield United. Everybody, I, I, there probably wasn't one football fan that said, like, that Sheffield United were going to stay up. Like, you probably get that one person who would say Sheffield would stay up, and you'd call them crazy. But somehow yeah. they they finished in the top ten. So anything can happen. I know. Um, I showed you my Premier League predictions at the 4th yeah. of August, start of the season. Um, but yeah, I predicted like Newcastle, Brighton and of course Sheffield to get relegated. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think that was typically everybody's bottom three. Brighton, Newcastle and uh, Sheffield. Yeah. That's it for this episode. Yeah, thanks for watching. Um, yeah. We look to have consistency, I guess. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. I'm back but, holiday yeah. soon, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for watching. Um, See you later, Fred. Bye. 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 Bye.